It all started with a dream. This is so stupid! <laughs> In my whole life for this. <laughs> I got some things to say. I'm still slowly dying, but uh. hey, we all are. <laughs> Good morning, Back Row Radio. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And you're streaming the morning side hug. Completely loving, socially awkward, and decidedly Christian. We are a Back Row Morning Show, exclusively on BackRowRadio.com. On today's show... PETA wants you to play Animal Crossing like a vegan. Plus the latest news, random facts, and more. But first, today is May 26th, and we have a holiday to we celebrate. We do have a holiday, Matt. But before we get to that holiday, today is someone special's birthday. Your number one fan. Who's that? Your mom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Today is my mama's birthday. Oh, that's funny. So if y'all see her out and about in, in Jonesboro, Tennessee, <laughs> go wish her a happy birthday. She, uh, listen. I don't think I've ever even had a conversation with her, but <laughs> she sure does take my side over yours. <laughs> she takes everybody's side over mine, okay? That's Look, you're why, not special, okay? That's why she, Chris is convinced that she loves him more than she loves me. <laughs> And I, too, am slightly convinced of it. I just don't get it. Why don't you love me, Mom? (laughs) See, I was about to protect her, and now I'm not. So if you're in the Jonesboro, Tennessee area, and you know where Ingalls is, you go into Ingalls, and you go to the deli department, and you ask for Pamela Sheets, okay? And you tell her happy birthday. And you make today the worst day that she's ever seen. By wishing her the loudest, craziest happy birthday that you can. And then tell her that it's from her loving daughter. (laughs) Gigi. (laughs) Uh, But for real, today is National Paper Airplane Day. Let your inner child fly. National Paper Airplane Day is celebrated every year on May 26th to commemorate the the fanciful aeronautical toy. Good job with those words. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Paper airplanes have fascinated children and adults alike around the globe for generations. The day is usually celebrated with contests in two basic flight categories, distance and time in air. The practice of construction constructing paper airplanes is sometimes referred to as aerogami after origami, the Japanese art of paper folding. Crafting paper planes is said to have had originated out of ancient China, but the art is said to have been perfected out of Japan. Aerogami. Aerogami. That's really cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's see. I think it was several weeks ago now. It wasn't even in the most recent couple of weeks, but we played a game of Would You Rather versus you, know, you versus me, and mm-hmm. I won. No, I won. Meaning, Meaning. I get to challenge you for I the title. I get to challenge you. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're playing Would You Rather. For the championship title, Mo has held on to it for months now, and I am determined to take it back today. So, <laughs> and that is still riding high after yesterday's Frazier win that he got. Oh yeah! So twenty out of twenty, everybody. 
<laughs> can't nobody best me. Can't nobody. To be fair, <laughs> I still got more questions right than what you did. Only because I only had 20 questions. If we're doing percentages here, I got 100%. What Ain't did you get, Ain't nobody's talking about percentages. <laughs> You you're keep, like those same. Keep your percentages you're... to yourself. Ain't nobody talking about percentages right now, okay? We're talking about the numbers of questions answered right. Thank you very much. And I got 29 questions and you only got 20. So you can keep your high horse over there by yourself. Go ahead and tie it up because it ain't going nowhere. You ain't going to be riding no horse today, my friend. <laughs> I love it. I love sassy ranting Mo. <laughs> She doesn't come out much, but it's always a joy. Hashtag don't <laughs> Hashtag put cinnamon in please. your chili. Hashtag keep your cinnamon on my chili powder. <laughs> Season your own stuff. All right. Here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> Would you rather? I'm going to give you seven, and then you're going to give me seven, and we'll see who wins. All right. Would you rather work more hours per day, but fewer days per week, or work fewer hours per day, per day but more days per week? Um. Oh gosh. I feel like this one's a gimme. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> really? You gonna keep doing this? <laughs> I'm gonna say fewer hours per day, more days per week. Mm-mm. No way. Yep. More hours per day, fewer days per week. Sixty-eight <clears throat> percent. No way I want to go to work more days, even if it is for less hours. Nah. See, I totally would. No. Nah. <laughs> Absolutely. I would work Monday through Saturday. Really? And just have Sunday off? And mm. just have Sunday off. I would rather work four tens instead of five eights and have a three-day weekend every week. Yep. Okay. Uh, would you rather sleep <laughs> sleep with a peaceful tarantula every night? Or sleep with a peaceful cobra every night. <laughs> Tarantula. Tarantula. No. What? Sixty-four percent said they'd rather have a peaceful cobra. <laughs> I'm with them. I think I would rather choose a, a snake that won't bite me as opposed to a tarantula that won't hurt me. Because tarantulas are creepy looking. <laughs> Cobras are also creepy looking. Yeah, but they. They're not. They're but not see, and I was thinking size. Gross. Like, yeah. I can nah. forget about. I can look away. I can pretend it's not there. But yes. No getting away from a cobra. Yes. <laughs> Why are people are dumb? No. I hate this game. <laughs> I really do. All right. Would you rather? <clears throat> pardon me. Would you rather be in a real version of The Walking Dead? Or being a real version of Jurassic Park without a chance of escaping. Is there, there's no chance of escaping for either choice, right? True, because Walking Dead is worldwide. But Jurassic Park, they're just making it clear you can't ever get out of Jurassic Park. So that shouldn't be a factor. I'm going to say, Chrissy, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Good job. Oh, no, wait, no, I'm sorry, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the thing glitched on me for a second. No, it was Walking Dead. Now that's wrong. I, I agree. 
Who would want to be in a zombie world? No. Sorry. <laughs> By the way, score update. You have three wrong answers. <laughs> would you rather be transported permanently 500 years into the future or 500 years into the past? <laughs> future. Future. 500 years is a long time. It is. Yep. 73%. That might be the largest percentage in this game I've ever seen. <clears throat> All right. Yep. 500 years into the future. <clears throat> Where you would immediately die because you would have no antibodies to any diseases that were around then. Or that would be around then. You probably immediately die in either case. Yep. I mean, at that point, someone's going to kill us because everybody's going to be controlled by animatronic robots. And that might be the only thing that exists at that point. Animatronic robots. And here you are, <laughs> human form, walking around. <clears throat> They're going to think you're a terrorist of some sort. What is that sentient meat? <laughs> kill you instantly. All right. Would you rather be stuck in a broken elevator or be stuck in a broken ski lift? On a broken ski lift. Jeez. Okay. See, so I feel like it would be ski lift. I feel like uh, you have some scenery. Okay. Here's the thing. Fresh air. <laughs> I'm gonna say ski lift. You said here's the thing. Did you have a, <laughs> a reasoning? Yeah. I feel like I would rather be on a ski lift because. Worst case scenario, I could jump. I might survive. Yeah. I might You're survive. You're falling into snow, snow, most likely. Yeah, I might survive. Okay, but there is absolutely zero way to get. I mean, you can pry the doors open, but what if you pry the doors open and you're in the middle of a floor and there's nothing there? Yeah. Or the the elevator drops. Yeah. And you splat. Yeah. Well, you're wrong. 52% stuck See? in a broken elevator. See? This is why. <laughs> this is why I hate this game. Because it goes against every reasonable logic. Every reasonable logic. Oh, stuck in an ad. There we go. All right. Would you rather drop your phone from 10 meters or drop a kitten from 10 meters? Y'all, people are going to say kitten. Kittens always <laughs> land on their feet. Okay, now you're thinking four-dimensionally. Is that what you want to pick? Yeah. Seriously, it's phone. Phone. I hate this game. I really hate this game. <laughs> you just can't. You just can't tell which way these people are gonna go. I despise this stupid game. <laughs> All right. Would you rather live until you're 80 but in poverty the whole time, or live until you're 30 but rich the whole time? <laughs> this is your last one, by the way. <laughs> 80. 80 and in poverty? <sighs> no. <laughs> Just barely. 51% said they'd rather live until they're 30, but be rich the whole time. That's dumb. I'm sorry. You can be rich in other things. Doesn't have to be money. Some of the happiest people I know 
are uh, not wealthy. <coughs> I despise. I really do, man. Good for you for challenging me to this game. That was a smart move on your part. <laughs> All right. Well, now I just have to get two right. So here we go. Would you rather? Without the sass, please. I'll try. Have hands that kept growing as you got older, or have feet that kept growing as you got older? Ugh. <laughs> this is terrifying. Hands that kept growing, or feet? Walking around like a clown. Well, can you imagine your hands, like, yeah. as big as your face? Right. So they're just, like, keep getting bigger. I feel like feet would be less of a distraction than hands. But then you also be like tripping over yourself. But then all you the can't time. buy shoes. Can't get good shoes, yeah. You don't need you don't have to wear gloves. Shoot. That's a hard one. I don't even care at this point if I'm helping you get the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say feet. You're gonna say feet? Yeah. Feet that keep growing. Correct. What's Fifty-two it? to forty-eight uh, percent. Okay, so not, not, yeah. not a big difference. Okay. Would you rather, if you get this one right, you already beat me. Yeah. Would you rather <laughs> have to hold your pee all day or have to go pee every 15 minutes? Oh, gosh. Well, that one doesn't make as much sense because if you're having to hold your pee all day, it kind of sounds like you still needed to go pee every 15 minutes. You just couldn't. I guess pee every minutes. Having to minutes. hold your pee all day, you'd get a bladder infection. Yeah. Okay, so have to go minutes. every... Okay. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> 53 to 47%. And that's the game. <laughs> Such a dumb game. <laughs> and new... Back row, undisputed champion. Oh, it's disputed. <laughs> but the belt says undisputed, so technically it's not. <laughs> that's that's me, y'all. Go ahead, it. have your victory. I'll, have it. <clears throat> I'll be Shine posting your a, a photo of me wearing it later today. <laughs> Coming up next, the the fun segment returns. Junk food news. Well. Womp. Be back at the top of the hour with more of the Morning Side Hug right here on Back Row Radio. You need to stop stepping on your lines. You Sorry. really do. Back up off me. Welcome back to the Morning Side Hug, a Back Row Morning Show here on BackRowRadio.com. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And we're going to kick off the second hour with five random facts. Five random facts. A group of ferrets is called a business. <laughs> Interesting. It sounds like you're insulting businesses. I, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yep. The most expensive material on the planet is antimatter worth $62.5 trillion per gram. What is antimatter? Uh, it, it, it's. I don't think I could explain it. I don't. I mean, I don't even really understand what it is. But it's. Yeah, I can't explain it. They talk about it a lot on science fiction shows. But. Is it made up? No, it's real. There's matter and there's antimatter, but. 
I, again, I, can I, almost I, I know hear, nothing about it to explain it. I can almost hear Kevin <laughs> laughing at me and shaking his head right now. Like that. <laughs> there are a few things that, no, I shouldn't say there are a few things. There are many things that disappoint him about me. And this is probably one of them. Look. <laughs> There are a few times in in our our history together, Mo, where you have been not so knowledgeable about certain things that, you know, it's worthy of making fun of. This isn't one of them. Okay, thanks. Do turtles have brains? (laughs) That's... (laughs) A different story. But what what is animatter and is it real? That's not. (laughs) I love you, Mo. (laughs) Yep. I'm going to take that. <laughs> that. I love you, Mo. And I'm just going to replay it. <laughs> Anytime you want to be mean, I'm going to have it like as my ringer for you. <laughs> Humans naturally feel happier when kept busy. I think yeah. because then your mind doesn't wander. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if there's any time in existence that we have come to realize that's true is now. There's any time in my existence as a as a human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, chewing gum. What? Not as a turtle, Shut but up. as a human. Shut <laughs> up, with a brain. Golly, <laughs> chewing gum while studying, then chewing the same flavored gum while taking a test. <clears throat> Can help you remember what you studied. Isn't that interesting? Like that that does make a lot of sense once you think about it. Yeah. Because it, it like forms a memory in your brain. Because mm-hmm. you have that like with smells mm-hmm. or other stuff and it brings back things so vividly. 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 But see, then it <sighs> makes me wonder, would I have to have a different flavor gum for everything that I study? <laughs> Dang it. This is the math gum. <laughs> <laughs> I need the social studies gum. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Just going to pop in my gum. Wait a minute. <laughs> Juicy fruit was for social studies. <laughs> I grabbed double mint. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> uh, ice cream really does significantly reduce emotional pain when consumed. Mm-hmm. Sure does. Mm-hmm. Sure does. Yes, but... Once on the lips, forever on the hips. <laughs> There's a, there a Scrubs episode where... I don't want no Scrubs. It took, it, took, uh, it took place... It was like Dr. Cox, the main uh, head doctor, head of medicine, was telling a story to his kid. And so he was basically telling a story from work, but in the terms of like a fairy tale. And so the janitor character was seen as a giant giant monster thing and he was con- he was uh he was confronted as someone who eats babies he said i don't eat babies babies are a moment on the lips a lifetime on the hips i eat toddlers <laughs> see there are two shows two shows that i have tried to watch i really have i've given them like my genuine true sincere effort and I just cannot you like them. You can't get into Scrubs, really? Scrubs and The Office. Oh. Can't do it. See, the can't whole world it. is yelling at you right now. And that's okay. You don't like Scrubs or The Office? The <laughs> whole world is the not yelling world. at me mm-hmm. because I've met a small handful of people who agree with me. A small handful of very quiet, 
don't tell anybody, but I hate the office and scrubs people. No joke. The last time that we were at a friend's house and the husband said something about Michael Scott and I was like, I hate Michael Scott. <laughs> and the wife was like, me too. <laughs> it was like instant camaraderie between the two of us. We had to come up with a group for the both of Secret us. Secret handshake. Yep. That, that was it. The I hate Michael Scott club. <laughs> All right, well, it is time for junk food news, where we are going through some uh, new junk foods that have either been recently announced or spotted on shelves. And the first one, caramel ding-dongs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... No, thank you. I'm a, I'm a fan of caramel, but it's got to be done right. Uh not What's so the next much, one? Not so much. Are you, are you trying to make sure that we don't have any inappropriate jokes? <laughs> are you more worried about yourself making an inappropriate joke than me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just glad that you said I'm a fan of caramel. Because that's what I'm a fan of. Oh, please don't. Please don't say it. <laughs> I'm trying to be good. Please don't. If he says it, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it. <laughs> Next on the list, Sweet Tarts Golden Ropes. Um, have you tried the Sweet Tart Ropes? No. They're essentially like nerds ropes without the nerds. Okay. It's just like a plain nerds rope. Okay. Um, I've seen them in the original like strawberry sweet, sweet tart flavor. And then they've also had apple ones. But these are golden ones. They are tropical punch flavored. Uh, and they're golden because they're a tie-in with the new Wonder Woman movie coming out, Wonder Woman 1984, because she has that lasso of truth. Mm-hmm. Um, interested. They're interesting. Yeah. yeah. Tropical Punch can go either way when it comes to a flavor because it's always different. I agree. There's not a specific Tropical Punch flavor. I agree. So as long as they don't go too, too heavy on the like pineapple, then I'm okay. If it's heavy, heavy pineapple, sometimes that's all I taste with really? a Tropical Punch flavor. Is pineapple, and it's usually blue for some reason. <clears throat> anyway, enough of that. <laughs> Chips Ahoy. I've seen these in our Walmart. Chips Ahoy with Sour Patch Kids in them. What is going on with Sour Patch Kids, and why are they getting into all the other things? I have no idea, but that, it sounds awful. It does. It sounds terrible. Even just, not so much even just the flavor, but the consistency mm-hmm. of having the crumbly cookie and then a chewy... Chewy sour bits of fruity candy. Mm. Listen, there are many times over my lifespan that I have looked in the kitchen and been like, what can I put together Mm -hmm. to make something? And I would have never, ever considered putting cookie dough with any gummy candy of any kind. (laughs) It sounds awful. Sounds pretty terrible. All right. Coming this Halloween, uh, Reese's has given up trying. Nothing special. It's a Reese's Franken cup where the bottom half of the cup is just colored green. Still tastes the same. I mean, I feel like they should just go all the way and make it all green. Even then, it would be a little bit more of a gimmick. But they're just like dipping the bottom in some green food dye. So here's the thing. I feel like they missed an opportunity in not doing the top of it green because like, it almost looks like Frankenstein's head. I'm just like... But when you think of the term Franken, when it comes to food, you would think joining two things together. 
because that's what Frankenstein was, you know, an amalgamation of a bunch of different body parts. So you would think it would be making some sort of weird concoction. Frank and Reese's probably should have been what the Reese's with Reese's pieces in it is. Yeah. You know, that should be the Frank and Reese's mm-hmm. kind of thing. But why mm. not have Reese's pieces that are green and then do that as the Franken cup? Yeah, that could work. Anyway, way to go, Reese's. Yep. Getting Bad a little they complacent. Didn't hire us. Little complacent. We go, we got a thousand different things. Now we can just put some color on one and call it something special. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Canada is going to get some Jolly Rancher Misfits gummies. Dual flavored gummies in the shapes of mer bears and tropical unicorn sharks or unisharks. <clears throat> they look actually really neat uh, when it comes to like gummy shapes. But I actually really do enjoy the Jolly Rancher gummy flavor as opposed to like other candies that have come out with a gummy version. Yeah. Because it's real. I mean, they really do taste like the Jolly Rancher candy. Like hmm. when I when I used to go to the movie theater here long before keto, that's what I would get. I would get a bag of those Jolly Rancher like sour fruit gummies because they're amazing. Yeah. And they taste like Jolly Ranchers, but they don't get little flecks of Jolly Rancher stuck in your teeth for hours. It's nice. Interesting. So I'm kind of bummed that we don't get these. Okay. <laughs> Dunkaroos still on track to release to 7-Elevens this week, and then they'll be everywhere by July. Of course 7-Eleven gets them first. Yeah. I miss 7-Elevens. I love 7-Elevens. <laughs> we talked about that last week, didn't we? We did. <laughs> but Dunkaroos, man, I'm going to... I'm back on keto, which sucks, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to definitely break keto for an afternoon. When I find Dunkaroos. One week at a time, Matt. You got this. <laughs> I'm doing it with my wife, and it's rough. Keto. He's keto. doing keto, doing with, keto his with his wife. Keto with my wife. <clears throat> so there's no, can't have any caramel ding-dongs. Can't have any golden ropes. You're such a jerk. No chips <laughs> You're such a jerk. <laughs> What's next on the list? Because we don't want to have any Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> 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 you're welcome you're welcome for that one uh (laughs) so there's a there's a new um fried bag snack you can get at the store called clancy's cinnamon churros and they are essentially taco bell cinnamon twists in a okay. big old bag that you can take home, which I love that idea. Pretty much the only thing at Taco Bell that I like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mo just hating on things everybody loves. Uh, <laughs> Listen, okay, there's no, somebody out there. <laughs> no, there's a lot of people that don't like Taco Bell. <laughs> but there's one one thing that I that they've come out with recently because of the COVID-19 thing that I'm like, nobody wants that. And that is a build your own taco bar thing that you can take home i'm like "Mm, nobody wants to take home the ingredients for taco bell stuff and build them and think that's good taco bell tacos are where you go when you're like i need a cheap ugly taco to eat real quick you know it's not (laughs) it's not a hey i want to make this an experience Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's a fact right if you want to build tacos you're going to make them yourself or get it from a really nice Authentic Mexican restaurant. Yeah. True. So, yeah. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. Honey Clovers. This is this is weird <coughs> to me because this is really the first time 
well, I guess it's not the first time, but it is it is a rare time where they're replacing the normal cereal bits instead of doing different things with the marshmallows. That's typically what they do. Change marshmallows around. I'm interested. So it's not little it's not a bunch of different shapes. They have weird shapes for the cereal too, don't they? But it's not a bunch of different shapes that are frosted. It's just the clover shapes and they're honey uh coated kind of like honey nut cheerios i guess um so yeah it sounds good mm-hmm. but i guess yep. i have seen like a strawberry and a chocolate lucky charms that they've come out with where the pieces are different but like this is a specific we're just gonna do the clovers i don't know feels different feels nice feels like the one i would try more than any of the others oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh let's see have you seen the little caesar's Pepperoni Cheezer Cheezer Pizza. Mm-mm. This is a strange departure for Little Caesars in that it is like their attempt to make a semi-artisanal pizza. It's got fresh, actual, like sliced mozzarella that they put on top of the pizza that they make. And then they have like some different kind of uh, cheese sprinkled on the edge of the crust that bake and crisp up probably parmesan uh, it's not just parmesan i know that um but yeah i'm sure that's part of it uh it's like a three three cheese blend of some kind but parmesan I mean, asiago romano likely um and i mean it looks weird but it sounds amazing looks though. nice mm-hmm. yeah like i could see trying that mm-hmm. uh and uh oh okay so this one this one worries me a bit Uncrustables, stepping out uh, of the peanut butter brand and moving into savory sandwiches. Okay. Taco bites and barbecue chicken bites, which are, you know, they're, they're, they're given the idea of like sliders, but they're fully encased. Okay. And then ham and cheddar roll-ups, like tortilla type sandwiches that they cut up. One is ham and cheddar, one is turkey and Colby Jack. And so those are thaw and eat. The others are heat and eat. I just don't like it when a brand of something that is for something specific Mm -hmm. takes too big of a leap out of what they're originally doing. Because then I don't trust it. You know what I mean? Like when Hot Pockets Pockets. move to breakfast pockets, I'm like, "Mm, I know. And I was right to not trust them because I tried them and they were disgusting. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, Uncrustables has always been about the peanut butter sandwich. Peanut butter and jelly. They did branch peanut out butter to like and honey. peanut butter and honey. They do have like a hazelnut mm-hmm. spread one. Mm-hmm. But all that's still in the same realm. And you're wanting me now to eat a dough ball that you stuffed with taco meat. I just don't know. <laughs> I'm interested. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm interested. They sound like hot pockets to me as far at least the taco and the barbecue chicken mm-hmm. just sounds like a hot pocket. But I'm interested in the cheddar ham and cheddar and turkey and Colby Jack roll ups. Yeah, I think of the two different things, I think those make a little bit more sense and probably are harder to mess up. Yeah. Um I've just never been a fan of roll ups. I don't trust them. Yeah. Never really know what's in them, do you? I mean, it's true. <laughs> it's like burritos. 
very distrusting of burritos. (laughs) I love burritos, but I don't trust any Mm -hmm. of them. I have to open up every single burrito to make sure they didn't sneak something gross in there. Nope. The only burrito that I care for is Don Maria's. That's it. That's all. Don Maria's. You know, I had their burrito once. They don't do well with bacon. We'll from see. What I recall. And I typically it's do too, sausage. It's too gristly. The bacon is too too gristly, too too fatty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need a nice crispy bacon. All right, our internet is running super slow, but I do have a junk food poll. Oh. Uh, that we took, and frankly, I am upset with our listeners based on the results of this poll. Well, I mean, I get upset with our listeners quite regularly, <laughs> so. <laughs> So the other day on Twitter, uh, people were arguing over what was the best piece in Chex Mix. And we're talking about like the bag, store-bought Chex Mix, uh-huh. not the ones you make at home. Yeah. Best piece. What do you think the best piece is? My favorite yeah. is the little bread things, the little round bread things. The breadstick things? No, not the breadsticks. Like the bread pieces. The little... Oh, the rye chips. Well, and they have right. they white have ra- ones too. I think that's just in Gardetto's. I don't think that's in Chex Mix. But anyway, I get you. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's an okay choice. But I also here, like the pretzels. So I asked, what's the worst piece in Chex Mix? Okay? okay. And I gave them four options. The breadstick, the rye chip, which is that little brown chip thing, mm-hmm. the wheat Chex, or the circle pretzel. Because they have both the circle and the square one, the little window one. Which I like much better. Um, so what do you think they chose? I mean, what would the obvious one to you be? It's the worst. I like Chex Mix. I think it's all good. You think it's the all good? The wheat Chex, I guess. No. You're so wrong. I'm sorry. Everybody's so wrong, I guess. Because I know I'm not wrong in saying that the breadstick is the garbage piece. Oh, I like the breadstick. It has no... Flavor, it has no point. You're crazy. It in of itself is a flavorless garbage cracker that they threw in as cheap filler for this thing to make it appear a little bit more mixed. Mm -hmm. It costs them no money to put it in there because it's garbage. You and I disagree, my friend. (laughs) And it's a bagel chip. That's what I was thinking of earlier. Gotcha. Uh, but I still, I don't think that's in Chex Mix. It is. Is it? Yep. I just looked up the original Chex Mix and bagel chip is in there. Bagel chips, which it's weird. Garlic flavored bite-sized bagel chips or regular bagel chips broken into one inch pieces. Well, uh, did you look up original Chex Mix as in the original recipe or did you look up the bag? Because that's what I'm talking about. Well, I know that's what you're talking about, but it goes into detail as to what's in the bag. You are nuts. I have this all the time. There yes, there's no... nuts in here also. There's no nuts in the bag one. <laughs> this is what we're talking about. <laughs> they should have put in peanuts instead of the garbage breadsticks. <laughs> okay, yeah, see, here's the bowl. Rye chips, breadsticks, corn checks, wheat checks, circle pretzels, and square pretzels. That's all there is. No bagel chips. That's dumb. I'm pretty sure they still have bagel chips in the Gardettas. It might be in another flavor of Chex Mix. 
I know they have that bold mix. Mm-hmm. They might have it in there. Anyway. Whatever. Now we're just arguing over pieces. Okay. But I guess I was wrong. I guess you wouldn't agree with me in this. But that was like their favorite of the four, the breadstick. The breadstick? Because the breadstick is good. Uh Uh-uh. I throw them. I pick them out before I even start eating. You're crazy. Just so I don't run into one. I'm surprised more people didn't say the rye chip. That was the most. Which the rye chip is great. The rye chip is so good. Gardetto's released a bag of just rye chips. Yeah. I mean, it's not my favorite, but, but people I think, love it. Yeah. I would think that more people would be turned off by the rye chip because it's a rye chip. And people don't typically like rye unless mm. you go to Cheesecake Factory and you get, or is that pumpernickel? I think it's pumpernickel. Never mind. Scratch what I just said. <laughs> But uh, yeah, My so kids it went. I think it's chocolate bread, by the way. <laughs> Ride chip came in at forty-five point eight percent of the vote, wow. which is ridiculous. Uh, the next least favorite was the wheat checks, which is also ridiculous. Hmm. Wheat checks is an underrated hero, I think. Circle pretzel, and then last breadstick. So their favorite was the breadstick, which just you know, you people, oh. Oh. you people. See? Here we go. Like me nuts. Here comes Sassy All Matt. Right. <laughs> Coming up next, PETA wants you to play Animal Crossing like a vegan. We'll be back at the top of the hour with more of the Morning Side Hug right here on Back Row Radio. We hope you're enjoying the podcast. Remember, if you only listen to our Back Row Morning shows here then you're missing the amazing Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie music that plays all throughout the shows, as well as all day, every day. Join us for our full three-hour morning shows live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Christian radio station for people who hate Christian radio, backrowradio.com. Or download the Live 365 app and favorite Back Row Radio. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the Morning Side Hug, a Back Row Morning Show here on Back Row Radio. I am Matt. And I'm Mo. And, uh, <laughs> you know, there have been a few times in this Morning Show's history where we've had to just stop and acknowledge PETA's existence. And uh, it's always for fun reasons. I know one time it was because they wanted to erect a memorial statue for a truck full of lobsters that had overturned on the highway. I remember. Uh, <laughs> I think that was the first one that we ever ever talked about. <laughs> but today we're going to be talking about a, a game that has has come at a perfect time during this quarantine season. And that was Animal Crossing New Horizons came out on the Switch pretty much right as everybody went into lockdown. Mm-hmm. So even people that probably would have never picked it up, picked it up. A lot of people playing it. It's a fun game. If you've never played Animal Crossing, it's a very, you know, chill game. Uh, in this version, you are moving to a a private island with a couple other friends that are all animals. So you're the only human, uh, sentient animals, I guess. <laughs> uh, and you're basically developing this island into like a cool remote island town. Uh, you 
fish and you catch bugs and you have there's a museum where you display the bugs and the fish that you catch uh you dig up fossils you know you buy clothes build homes all kinds of stuff and eventually you get to like terraform you get to move uh rocks and rivers and all kinds of stuff you you these are things that you earn as you go along the ability to do and uh a lot of the game is focused around those menial tasks, catching bugs, catching fish, and of that nature. And developing your museum is one of the cooler aspects of it because the museum is very beautifully built and it's really cool how they display all these things. PETA. This is so fun. PETA does not want you to play that way. See, you can't even really move on in the game to where you can earn the ability to do a lot of this other stuff without catching fish and catching bugs. And so they have this whole guide on their website about how to play Animal Crossing New Horizons as a vegan. Is fishing in Animal Crossing vegan is a question that's asked. Their response is, this is a biggie. Fishing isn't vegan. You shouldn't fish in real life, so you shouldn't do so in the game either. Keep in mind, just for those of you who might not be fully aware, these are video game fish. <laughs> these are not real fish. They have feelings. <laughs> she, the article goes on to acknowledge this. Sure, unlike in real life, the fish in the game don't feel pain, but fishing is harmful to animals and the planet. This is your island, and it's your job to protect it. Next, is it okay to catch bugs in Animal Crossing? From butterflies to wharf roaches, your island is a bustling home of various insects and other little animals. Keep it that way. Blathers would like to build a museum of fish and insects on your island. Don't let him do it. Blathers is an animal. He is an owl. He do has you... feelings, Matt. <laughs> in the game, you can also dig up clams out of the beach dirt to craft a special bait to try and catch bigger fish on an island you can dig for clams but you shouldn't clams are bivalves who may look a lot less familiar to us than mammals but they deserve consideration and respect there are hermit crabs in the game that you can catch should i leave the hermit crabs alone you know guess the answer there what would a vegan eat on the desert island now this is something that they can go along with because the only thing you can eat in animal crossing is fruit can't eat anything else. There are occasions where you see your other people on the island like holding a sandwich or something. But you yourself are unable to eat anything but fruit, coconuts. That's it. So go nuts with that, they say. <laughs> but coconuts have feelings, <laughs> Matt. Uh, of course, as I said, there's also a clothing store. You buy clothes. What can vegans wear in the game? Oh, my word. <laughs> can only wear clothing that's made from vegan materials like cotton, microfiber, hemp, nylon, and polyester. Some of these, you can tell because they'll have it in there. Like in the title of what this is, it'll say like polyester, you know, pants or whatever like that. Who knows? But if it's clear that this is leather, can't wear that. <sighs> pleather is okay. <laughs> Rhinestone pleather shorts. Should I build a doghouse? 
In this game, you have a DIY bench where you can build special things to put around your island to make it look better. Should I build a do dog house when you find the instructions? Uh, countless dogs are constrained outdoors in all weather conditions with chains just like the one pictured uh, in this picture that they have here. Languishing alone, struggling to survive long days and nights without proper shelter from the elements. So... Can't we build doghouse? Wouldn't that give them proper oh, I'm guessing, shelter? <laughs> I'm guessing they're going to say no. Yes, you're right. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's a whole other... Oh, there's a, it's a big article, guys. Very long. But here are some of the options that they say uh, you should do whenever you are inviting people through, you know, to visit your island and how to spread animal rights through Animal Crossing. Okay, so here are your options. Give your island an animal-friendly name, like Veganville. By the way, I just want you to know, Mo's not, like, ignoring me. She's just rolling her eyes every time I say anything. And trying it's a to true keep story. Her, keep her mouth closed. <laughs> so this, this island showing her uh, their passport, and their name is, or the island's called Veganville, and they have a hashtag of what they're saying. You know, they have, like, a little... You can have a little quote, you know, above your above your picture. So some of the options are hashtag in speciesism and adopt don't shop, which again I like. I mean, adopt pets, yeah, that's good. But you're playing a game. <clears throat> you can make custom designs, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can also there's a bulletin board in the game where you can post a warning to visitors along the lines of this. This island has a zero-tolerance policy on speciesism. No fishing, no catching bugs. Respect all animals while visiting. Thank you. So they tell you different ways that you can play the game in an animal-friendly way. The only problem is all of their options are limited to some things you can only do in the first you know, few days of you actually playing the game because you have to progress beyond that. And if you don't progress, then you're just stuck in the mm -hmm. basics because you have to catch fish. You have to catch bugs. You have to do all these things. You have to open the museum. So in order to kind of demonstrate this, and I'm sure most of this is done semi-tongue-in-cheek because, you know, Pete is quarantined too right now for the most part. But they did something that on its face seemed kind of funny and interesting, but it also went against all their rules. They posted a video capture of something that they did on a game that they owned where they set up a bunch of signs outside the museum that said, empty the tanks, talking about the fish tanks. And then they all rushed into the museum and held a virtual protest in a museum on Animal Crossing where all of them were yelling, empty the tanks, fish our friends, empty the tanks, fish our friends. And they posted this on TikTok. Fish are friends, not food. Tell blathers to empty the tanks. And so there's a tweet that, that uh, retweeted this video and said, this, this encapsulates absolutely everything about PETA in one beautiful package. Yelling white girls, which all of these characters were female and white. Their end goal would result in the animal's death. They are, in fact, abusing blathers, also an animal, which is something that PETA is often 
proven to have done. Like mm-hmm. they take dogs that they claim are being abused, probably for the same reason that they listed there, that they're outside, mm-hmm. take them, and then if no one picks them up in seven days, they kill them. Uh, the other interesting fact is that in order for them to even be in this museum that has fish in the tanks, someone had to play that game, catch all those fish, and put them in the tanks to begin with. And it had to be one of them because this is their game that they're playing. And uh, nothing changed because you can't empty the tanks in the game. So that's essentially PETA. Uh, you know, they, they yell a lot. They do things that go against what they say they should do. And nothing really changes. So that's where we're at. I mean, <laughs> what, what can I say? <sighs> so, Mo. Matt. I don't want to hear your disappointment because you picked this story to share. So I'm just going to put that out there. My disappointment in your activity? Is that what you're saying? This discussion? No, no. Or what? Just in, in this in, in general? In general. I, no, I want to hear I want to hear your disappointment I've, in people. Let me tell you, life. I don't have any disappointment. Because the second that you said PETA... I disconnected <laughs> from the conversation. I was gone. Because, like Marie Kondo, she says, whatever doesn't bring you joy, get rid of it. <laughs> I knew right away this conversation was not going to bring me any amount of joy. <laughs> so I got rid of it. And we're done. Well, <laughs> this has been your your uh, disappointment in humanity Uh, segment for the week there you go coming up next we share something that we love we'll be back at the top of the hour with more of the morning side hug right here on back row radio to the morning side hug as our show is coming to a close for today but first i want to share with you something that i love uh i don't know how many of you watch dude perfect on youtube uh it is a group of guys that originally started just doing trick shots it's expanded way beyond that into this this whole uh conglomerate of cool youtube entertainment they're all they're five christian guys uh just trying to make the world a little more joyful And they recently went on tour for the first time, building this cool live show out of different elements of stuff that they do. And they did a documentary as they were doing this show. And so it was called Dude Perfect Backstage Pass. It came out just a couple weeks ago. Uh, And it talks about the whole history of what they did, how it got started, how they almost quit when they decided to just go all in, quit their jobs and try and do this full time. But it also uh, really talks about their faith a lot, which I liked because this was produced by YouTube, which is a decidedly more left leaning organization as a part of Google. And so there's always this this fear that they would just kind of cut that kind of stuff out. Mm-hmm. Just like, let's just make it about dude perfect. Let's not make it about faith aspects and whatnot, which happens, you know, mm-hmm. in these kind of things. But they they put it full on display even you know showing them praying even hearing their words as they were praying you know we heard the name jesus in this documentary a few times which is cool um but 
I mean, it's it was funny, it was touching, and there were a lot of times where I even like teared up. Like it was that kind of you know touching stuff. So this is a really good documentary. I think it was originally going to be a part of their their paid YouTube thing because uh, that's typically what their YouTube originals are. They're usually under their paid thing. But I think they decided to make it free because of the COVID nineteen thing, and that's what everybody's doing. Uh, so it is free on the Dude Perfect channel. It is well worth the watch. One of the best documentaries I've ever seen. Uh, so go check that out. Dude Perfect Backstage Pass. Hmm. Let's close the show with the Bible verse for the day. Our Bible verse. Uh-huh. Yep. Sorry. And the second <laughs> right I did it, I was like, wow, that, that was louder than I thought it was going to be. Sorry. Um, let's close out our show. Sorry, you said that. Our Bible verse for the day is Psalms 23.4. <laughs> Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Thank you for joining us. There is the Back Row Morning Show every weekday at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. Mo and I bring you the morning side hug most of the week, and Bubba and Anna bring you church nerds every Friday. Make sure you're following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Back Row Radio, and join our laughter-inducing Facebook community, Back Row Baptist Church, by going to backrowbaptist.com. If you miss a morning show, you can subscribe to the podcast version of the Morning Side Hug on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most podcast apps. And catch us uh, and catch up on our new Monday through Wednesday shows. The podcast of our Throwback Thursday episodes are reserved for our Patreon donors, as well as other bonus content and incentives. If you listen to Back Row Radio and want to support the work we do, please consider partnering with us by going to backrowradio.com slash partner. Any size donation will get you our private podcast feed. And we are doing a push right now because we're trying to raise our donations up by $100, and we're nearly there. Uh, because this is going to allow us to jump to a new uh, radio host and bring about a lot of cool features that you guys have been asking for pretty much since we began. Mm. So if, you, if, if you've ever thought about donating and, and becoming one of our, our monthly donor, donors, ministry partners, now is the now time. Is the time, guys. <laughs> so again, backrowradio.com slash partner. That is it for the show. A best of Matt and Mo tomorrow morning, and then we'll be back on Thursday. We hope you will too. Once again, I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. Remember that Jesus loves you. Tom Nook is a crook. And if you see us around, we'd love a side hug. Bye!